Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony, and I have to say, I hope God is blessing you in your way of life and that you are listening to him and being guided by him. We just had election night here in this United States, so if you're listening outside of there, hopefully that will get to some things that pertain to you as well. But elections did happen, and there was a red wave that was supposed to happen, and it kind of was more like a red fizzle, but we will get into that. First, what I wanted to touch on is there was a professor from Brown University writing in the Atlantic that says that we should be healing divisions during the COVID-19 pandemic. Let bygones be bygones and accept the pandemic amnesty. So, I, and I'll post this article from The Last Refuge, the Conservative Treehouse, which I encourage you to check it out. There'll be a couple articles in the description for this episode and I agree with <laughs> what he says sorry not happening right uh, when I first saw just the article from the Atlantic I said uh, you gotta be kidding me what type of what planet are you on right you forced our kids to do this you forced us to uh, not abide now not that I was going to play along with this game you were forcing people to get COVID shots that didn't have it I didn't play along with this I my wife was worried that I was going to be on the wrong side of an arrest or something or a, a person because I can get, you know, I can get dug in. I, I, I understand that. <laughs> I, uh, that's, that's how God created me. But uh, there, <laughs> there's only one person that ever tried to question why I wasn't wearing a mask. Um, luckily, I was in a very big rush. I had a deadline to meet and... Uh, my wife goes, I'm so glad God blessed him that day because he made you in a rush. <laughs> uh, but wh why? Why are we the ones that need to forgive and forget? Right? It is one thing in the eyes of the Lord to forgive somebody for what they've done wrong. But in this instance, not only... They have, they have not gone out and shown that they want forgiveness and have asked for forgiveness. They have shown nothing to forget what they've destroyed. Now maybe at some point this will get there and that you'll have healing. Time kind of heals all over time. But they really hurt a lot of Americans and you being a professor and trying to sit on your high horse of what there is and then claim that you didn't know you didn't listen to us maybe what should have happened instead of you writing an article saying we're going to listen to the opposition of what maybe is out there to see if they have an actual side to a discussion but no they want just you to forget be you know forget about all the vulgar forget about all the lies forget about all you know screaming at you because you decided to not wear a mask besides you thought it was a cough this is just this is their unreasonableness coming now you take it in with the election and you're going to have a little bit more of a let's not let's not just forgive let's be jesus overturning the tables in 
uh, you know, overturning the tables. Because that's what this needs to be at this point, is a total upheaval of things. To get back of where we should be. And to put God back into center. We're going to prevail over all this. We're going to win out. We're going to win in every level. I, I've been trying to understand more about Brazil of what's been going on there. And so I want to touch on that a little bit. And then I want to also touch on Benjamin Netanyahu. Because I think that there's some interesting things that have been happening around the world. That, I, I, as you guys have known, and if you listen to past episodes, I like to listen to prophetic words. Um, I like to listen to a lot of pastors. All that stuff, right? And this whole Brazil thing, they... I. I feel like they are going to actually expose the fraud. Once that shoe drops, watch out. And I don't mean like watch out for uh, stuff, you know, down there. I said watch out because it's going to send a ripple effect into the United States here. Right? There's a report, and this is from, um, I'll post this, the national file here. Uh, I'll make sure I post this over there. Let me just make sure I send it to the right um, computer so I, I have it but the Brazilian military released evidence of rigged ele election following audit so this article goes on to say that the Brazilian military leaders are reporting properly to release evidence showing the nation's recent presidential election was rigged and that far left candidate Luiz Indicanto de Silva simply known as Lula is being illegitimately installed as president with the full backing of globalist world order and communist Chinese party. That's huge. Absolutely huge. Now, are, are we going to see, we, I guess we're going to see what actually happens out of this. I think there's going to be some uh, big items going on. And that's a good thing. That we're going to start seeing how it is. Because I think, I, I, I really wish that this was going to be, you know, one happened to our, our area first, the United States first. But it looks like it's going to be happening in, in Brazil first. And Brazil is going to be the first um, shoot a drop. I take that back. Actually, they say they'll be released Wednesday. So they might already be released. I have not seen any update on if they have been released yet. But, um, yeah, th this is going to be one huge breaking story as it happens. If you're going to have uh, the Brazilian fraud come out. Because that... It's the same playbook they use here in the United States and everything else. So as this goes through and um, and, and move forward, you're going to start seeing of how the United States was actually um, fraudulently voted for each and every election, for many elections. Some people just focus on 2020. I've been... I've watched elections for a lot longer than that. I've seen fraud happen at many different levels throughout many years. And this is just another one that we have to 
um, go through and do. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be uh, very much something to watch. Now, Benjamin Netanyahu um, is going to be very interesting here because that prophetically is the first returner to power that's that from the last election that was basically i believe also fraud there as well so he has returned to power benjamin netanyahu however you feel about him right i'm not going to go down that road because to me he's he's just another elect official he's another tool that god's using if you follow the prophetic word and follow about who's supposed to be uh coming back to power if he follows what god's path is and everything else that's fine right there's we've seen uh, if you've ever gone through kings in the bible you'll you'll understand a lot right some were good some a lot were bad right in the eyes of the lord so that's what we need to do at this time uh and and we'll see where this that gets to so we've had a lot just happening between benjamin netanyahu the brazilian audit and this is just kind of ripple effect. You know, if you want Manuel Johnson, Mega President Managers, check him out. Chris Un, uh, Y O N, very good follow on Rumble. There's many others. I was listening to Robin Bullock, uh, um, Hank Kudeman, all, and they're all starting to. What's really weird is that, you know, they don't communicate, but if you listen to enough of them, you get bits and pieces, you start putting the whole picture together. We're going to start getting interesting of what really happens, right? God has the power to wipe out a nation overnight, right? Um, and God has used corrupt leaders over time. Nebuchadnezzar is one of them. And so when Christians want a perfect leader in the country, I don't know what they're looking for. If they're looking for their lone lives to see how perfect they are or what, where we're not electing Jesus. We're electing somebody to go forth in government and execute on behalf of where this country needs to go for what on behalf of what God wants. Not to have our own not to be electing a leader or a uh, or a replacement God instead of the real God, right? And I think that during election time, we almost get this thing where we need to be looking for and going towards, we got to be, you know, throw our support behind just one leader and not what actually is God and have God work through these leaders, right? The working through part is key. If we're just going to be electing somebody that, that we want to worship, that's not what we're supposed to have because you've taken your, you're going to a false idol. That's not what we want. And when I looked at this past election, I I don't I try not to get too attached to elections. I try to look at it objectively, but I also want to make sure that we're going down the right direction. And I'm getting right information out there for people that are looking to elect and go in a better direction than what we're currently at. It was kind of easy this time, right? There's been a lot of bad directions, but what I like to see is more Christians on the ballot that are full force behind what God's will is. That's been kind of hard to do. They've been, 
we got a lot of rhinos, a lot of Mitch McConnell type people that are trying to force us down this path. And it's not going to work. It's not going to work the way we need to. I do pray for these leaders to go and seek the Lord, to have and be turned back to the Lord. Right? I, I don't have a, uh, I don't want them to go down in a burly, you know, fall ball of flames and just go to you know in the hell but some of them may right that's just the pathways they're taking now i maybe one day they'll have a damascus they'll have a coming to jesus moment and that's what we kind of need but don't hold your breath for it right you pray for them where they need to be praying prayed for but remember who God is anointed for those positions. And if somebody goes into those positions that's not anointed for it, you pray that they have the coming of Jesus moment because that coming of Jesus moment is going to be the mission of what they did so that you can have the restoration of what was actually supposed to happen. I think that's what there is. Right? You could have man do something. And I think man wants it to be in a way that they see can have an actual outcome. That's not how God works. God works through man. Man does not operate God. And right now we're trying to operate God and not operate or not have God operate through us. This is huge. Just to think about. There as we go through and start having God on us and God in our in our bodies, right? In our souls that is working through us. We are no longer then have to worry about what is actually what man is doing to be and what corruption is happening in you know, throughout the government because of man. God's gonna work through us. We all say anything's possible with God, but how far are you going to go with that? How far do you think that God's able to do something? Do you think it's limited by man's laws? Because if you do, then why do you say God can do anything? If God's the all-powerful, why is it then limited by man? Right? That doesn't make any sense. If God can do anything, he can do it at any time. There was countries that didn't wake up after they went to sleep. Or only one country came up. The guy wiped them all out. He has that power. So he's an almighty God. He's very powerful. Just think of what needs to be done and what is or of what God has done throughout the Bible. It's amazing, right? He's immensely powerful. And we have to remember that. Right, we don't have to have confidence in you know McCarthy or McConnell, but we have to have confidence in God of what He's going to do. Right? If you were asked me if the Republicans get get majorities in the House and the Senate, who do you want to head, you know, or to be the Speaker of the House or to be the uh, majority leader of the Senate? By the way, the Speaker of the House does not have to be somebody elected. It can be anybody. I think it would be really funny to have Trump as the Speaker of the House. 
But if you're not going to do that, Margie Terry Green, I think, would be a nice alternative. Mitch McConnell, or who else? I will say, too, uh, Jim Jordan's in the house, right? So he would be a nice alternative, I believe. Yeah, he's in the house, right? Um, all right let me look that up. But when you go Mitch McConnell, who would you do there? I would say I, I'd like to see Ron Paul. Yeah, so he Jim Jordan's in the house. But I'd like to see Rand Paul. I think Rand would do a very good job. I don't know if he wants to be the majority leader, right? There's a lot of scrutiny that comes with that. But his his kind of focus so far is he perfect no i don't expect these guys to be perfect gals girls whatever um to be perfect i expect them to have god work through them that's what i expect there's a big difference here um it's just you know it's something i've been thinking about for a while been praying about a long time trying to trying to get things you know underneath wraps you're gonna you're in this position right you're trying to win an election but at the same time if you win an election right now you are in a predicament because of the economy right the economy is going to be a telling factor you're gonna have to work through that and i understand that so there is a lot going on there as well so Let's talk a little bit about and dive into this election. Right now, I've been watching it very, very, probably too closely, but it looks like the Republicans have a very strong chance to gain the House. They need another 11 seats in the House to do. Hey, and by the way, if you're from another country and you're asking uh, and you're saying, what the heck's going on? Why are you saying it looks like? It's because there is people in this country that do not know how to count and that they are drawing out this election a lot longer. And we'll get into that because there's another article by Sundance at the, at the Conservative Treehouse. I'm going to post in there. It's going to be the first, first one, and everyone needs to read that. So it does look like that Republicans, if I just kind of look here and look at some seats, it looks like that they're going to be able to pull some out. Now, uh, Arizona still isn't uh, all counted. Nevada still not counted. Still not in Colorado. Uh, Montana still has stuff that's being counted. Uh, California does. Oregon, Alaska, Washington. I mean, it's horrible. What? Taking them forever. There's even a place in New York that's still not all in yet. And also in uh, Maine. Holy moly, what is going on here, people? It's not that hard to count. <laughs> I was listening to a little bit of Lauder with Crowder last night of the election thing. And he made an interesting point, right? If you have early voting, why is it? Why do you count all the votes that happened on that day? In... Uh, Right, right that same night and then everything that was early you count afterwards now there's election laws and everything else but set it up a little bit better however I, th I think we need to get into some election stuff here that um, we'll get into one thing I do want to 
mentioned those. Listen to somebody here. Donna, um, Mega Praise Ministry, had her on. I'm forgetting her last name, and I do apologize for that. But uh, she said something that God was telling her. An election alone won't change the world, but the election in my glory will. Stew on that a little bit. An election alone won't change the world, but an election in my glory will. Are we working in the worldly system, or are we working in God's glory? If we're working in God's glory, then we're doing the right thing. If we're working in the worldly system, what are we trying to do? We're not trying to change the world. We're trying to operate by man's rule. We should be really operating by God's rule, by God's glory, by God's will. We look at exit polls. Exit polls said that they don't like the Biden rejection at 66% of people. 33% said they do agree with Biden's direction. You take that number. Was there a red wave? That is my question to you. Florida, DeSantis won by 20 points. Wisconsin was a close race. Senator went red. Governor went blue. A couple other blue, like Secretary of State, went blue. Uh, here in Wisconsin, also, Treasurer went red. And then Attorney General, which should have been removed. He was, he was somebody that really needed to be removed. Uh, went blue. Now, that's, that's really unfortunate. But if you look at Wisconsin, you look how everything was voted out, you'll see some f fraud in there. You see some jump of votes that don't seem right. Now, I've not gone through everything that uh, Mike Lindell has put out there yet. I will go through that. I've been just trying to focus on calculating out numbers and seeing what numbers are like at this point in time um, to go down there. Now, if you think um, there wasn't voter fraud, if you're not willing to talk about the voter fraud, I got a bridge that I can sell you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can't help you there. There's, I, I'll pray for you that you'll be able to open your eyes to see this. But at this point, I can't help you with where you're at because you're not willing to acknowledge. You're willing to be go down the Democrat talking point that you don't want to be accused an election denier. So you're not willing to open up your eyes to see the fraud that's there. And that's on your part. You're part of a mass formation. Yeah, as Matisse Desmond says it, right? You, not only did we have this during COVID, we have this now during voting. Right? We have a mass formation. Right, If you have 66% of people that don't like the Biden direction, 33% still do. Those 33% are in the mass formation. If you're going down and voting for the same Democratic policies that have put you down this road, the same people that are there, even if they're Republican like a rhino, you have, you're part of that same mass formation. Now, it is not a thing 
to then convert them into another mass formation, right? You want the, we, we want to open up those people's eyes so they can actually see the direction that it's going and to move down in the right direction. We want them to wake up and make their own decisions, to be have their own thoughts, to be able to ask those uh, penetrating questions of why did 66% of people not like the direction that Biden's going, but then how did so many Democrats w still keep their seats when they're contest across you know the governor's houses state assemblies state senators all that other stuff how did that happen that is the questions we need to be trying to figure out and i think if you were to read the article here by the conservative treehouse you're going to start understanding there's a difference in between ballots and votes biden let slip that I'm not going to, in the 2020 election, I'm not going to need you for the election. I'm going to need you after the election. When you have dementia, you sometimes slip up. You can't determine what you've been told should be said or should not be said. Right? You can't remember that. So you let things, truths out, out there. Right? Ballots are something that you go and you harvest, you go get, you collect your ballots. You print off as many as you need, and you get them in and you count them as many times as you need. There's nothing there. A vote is a single action by a voter. Ballots are sent out. Voters have votes. Which one do you want? They should all be votes. There is a way to, there is ways to fix this. There's a lot of it. We have fraud all over the place. We got to clean up the fraud. If Florida did not have, if Florida, if Florida didn't have much fraud, I still think that there's some fraud. It always happens, but you got to have it as clean as possible. So what did Florida do? They kind of clamped down. They put some election integrity in their election systems. They told the federal government when they said yeah we need to go down and help you out here they told them to go take a hike right then you notice how DeSantis wins by 20 points Miami-Dane County went red was Miami-Dane County always blue or was the fraud just making it blue I think the fraud was making it blue if you ask me my opinion but that's me. Now, you have, if Arizona, with all their fraud, with Maricopa County machines having issues all the time, if Kari Lake wins, I think that she has an opportunity then, and she, I think she will, clean up that state, especially with voting with the legislator. If that happens... I think Arizona will go down the same path as Florida. If we can do it in Arizona, we can do it in any state. I know California is a long shot, but it's so blatantly obvious in Maricopa County that if they can do that, they have the Secretary of State running as the running mate against Kari Lake in this election for governor. So Katie Hobbs, the Secretary of State, current Secretary of State of Arizona, is in charge of elections in Arizona while she's running against Kari Lake. I know, great stuff. You can't make it up. 
can't write about this. This is a great, great story. <laughs> great fight to watch. We have to fight this stuff. We have to get ready. Have faith. Get in there and ask God how you can help to get this straightened out. Do something you've never done before. You know, I'm sure God's calling you to do that. He's called me to do stuff I've never done before. I didn't like it at first. I had to get used to it. I had to learn it. I had to get there. I Hopefully I'm getting better at it. You know, God's hopefully going to guide me in the right direction. That's where I ask him to do. But I do know people that were in the GOP that didn't vote. They didn't like that the GOP didn't go after and try to correct the last election. And get rid of the fraud. We have to get more conservative candidates. I do not think that candidates that are applying to moderates are going to help your cause. Because that is the old Mitch GOP type thinking that currently is there today. No one cared for Dr. Oz. Right? You have to do the legwork. You have to get out and you have to vote. You know, I, I I know certain people and how they voted and everything else. Like, that that's me knowing this stuff and their complaints to me. And here it is, right? And I'm trying to get those out there. And I, over time, I'll get more of them out there. I'm keeping it really limited right now. I'm gathering more. I'm talking to more and more people. If you want to contact me, the way freedom flies at proton.me email me you know I asked a friend you know he listens to a different separate other podcast that uh, than, than I do I said what this came from Ben Shapiro takeaways right I said what were his takeaways he, he said he's upset he said the leadership of the RNC needs to be fired focus on nominating candidates that are attracted from moderns and independents you already know I disagree with that one and encourage the message of Republicans can govern well out and out of the culture war items. I yeah, encourage people that incur. I think we need to encourage benefits of what the red areas can do. We have to get out of this whole area of being so close to Democrats, right? We have to be like true conservatives. Go back to our conservative values of that freedom and free will and free enterprise and all that other stuff, right? You start taking it back like, hey, um, we are pro-life. We want everyone to have the opportunity to be able to have a life. We want you to be able to do whatever you want, um, you know, that don't oppose on other people. These are the things that we have to do. We want you to not have to be burdened underneath the tax burden of supporting the government we want to reduce taxes and make you in charge of it these are things that we have to get out there there's a lot of things out there for the marketplace of ideas um we could all say that the republicans got lazy yeah they could have they could have put more money into it they could have did this and that at what point though did we actually point out not only do Republicans need to do better, but we also need to clean up the fraud and make everything, you know, honest again. I think it's going to come to a point that 
the fraud stirs, and I believe me, I think there's people with fraud on the red side too, that they're going to have to admit that they were part of the fraud of what happened and things are going to have to give you given back to that other person because of what they've done in order to fulfill what actually truly happened. When that happens, we are in for a fun time. But God is going to be guiding that, not us. Don't take the cake out of the oven before it's done. Right? You want that cake to be good. Make sure you throw all the ingredients in the cake, mix it up well, put it in the oven, and you bake it the entire time. Don't tell God to work on your timeline. Work on God's. With that, I want to thank you guys for watching. Let me know if you have any questions about the um, way freedom f flies and everything else. I know you're listening to this. Why did Anthony say uh, thanks for watching? Yeah, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. <laughs> and if you have anything, if you have anything you want to contact me with, email me at thewayfreedomflies at proton dot me. So with that, I want to say I'm praying for everyone out there. And until next time, God bless.